Hello and welcome to episode two of the Devour Digital Podcast. Everyone has to start somewhere and we all have a story to tell. So today I'm going to share mine with you. It's the story of how I got into web design and it's not a conventional one. Did I simply study at school and university? Maybe. Or did I learn on the job in a web design agency? Well, let's find out. Hello and welcome to the Devour Digital Podcast, a show for innovative minds. If your interests skyrocket when it comes to our ever-evolving digital world, including the internet, technology and the inspirational businesses within it, then this is the place for you. So I'm your host, Gem Althway, and I'm a strong coffee addict and a web designer over at Fenro Visual. If you think that listening in sounds like a good idea to you, then please take a minute to subscribe and I'll see you soon. This isn't going to be a long story or a story that I can say will thrill you, but people buy people and we want to know about our brand and the faces behind it. We're human-centred and we crave that human connection. We just want to understand. I guess that's my reasoning behind why I wanted to dedicate an entire, but short, podcast episode to this. And if I didn't do that, if I didn't help you to understand, well, how can I expect you to give me your most precious possession, your time? The answer is that I can't. And I want this podcast to be more than me simply bombarding you with information. Because, let's face it, information overload is boring. As your host, I want to connect with you. I want to let you in and I want you to be able to feel like you know me, at least on some level. It's something that I want to continue to do over the duration of hosting this podcast. And it's 100% my reasoning why the podcast itself doesn't have its own dedicated social media channels. Instead, I've got my personal social media accounts, which you can find by typing Gemma Althwaite into Instagram and Twitter. And then of course, there's my digital design agency channels. Just type Fenro Visual to find those. I want the podcast itself to be a perfect blend between those two things. And I hope as time goes on, you'll find that it is. So with all that rambling done and dusted, let's begin. This is a story of how I got into web design. I was born in August 1990, making me well and truly a millennial. And I'm a pretty typical millennial, let me tell you. If you hadn't already guessed, and I'm sorry to point out the obvious here, but I live and breathe the digital world. My dad has always been very tech savvy and interested in new technology, and I guess I get it from him, as well as growing up in an age where technological advancements have been swift. I remember going to PC World with my family to buy the first computer in our household. It was £1,000, had Windows XE installed, which for those of you that don't know, was probably the first Windows operating system at the time that had such a beautiful design and user interface. It looked really modern. Both me and my brother were allowed an allocated time of one hour each night on it with the beady eyes of my parents watching from across the room. My hour each night at the time was spent on MSN Messenger, talking to friends, posting too many emojis. (laughs) Just kidding. But I'm sure if you guys did the same, you'd know what I mean. And I also spent my time on LiveJournal, writing perhaps a little bit too much about my feelings. And I guess this was my first online diary. I'd wrote a diary on and off for years. And I remember usually having some sort of furry notebook that looked with a teeny tiny padlock and key. 
It was often bright orange and absolutely disgusting. I draw in it and I got annoyed when I wrote something wrong, having to cross it out and it now looking a bit of a mess. So Live Journal was ideal. I could customize how it looked to some extent, insert pictures, and if I misspelled a word, I could simply delete it. I loved writing. And if that wasn't the case, then I'm sure I wouldn't have ever discovered web design at all. And here's why. One day, my dad came home with an older computer under his arm. Your granddad found it at the tip, he told me. I remember hoping so much that it worked, but trying my absolute hardest not to get my hopes up. And to my surprise, it did work. So we placed it proudly on the pinewood dressing table in my bedroom. Somehow, after a while, I managed to convince my dad that I needed something freeing, something informative, something expressive, something life-changing to go with this computer. That something was the internet. With a dial-up connection in my bedroom, I began to explore the internet like never before. By this time, I was just 14 years old, but I was so inquisitive, so curious and fiercely independent. No one could tell me that I couldn't do something, and I always had to learn from my own mistakes. So, perhaps we'll say I'm stubborn too. <laughs> Rather quickly, I discovered early blogs, and I was blown away. Of course I loved to read about the lives of people that wrote them. I'd always loved to write myself, and I was intrigued to learn about the lives of others too. But I was also fascinated that they had their own websites with such beautiful designs. How were they doing this, I thought. So over the next few months, I learned more about blogs and creating your own website. I saved versions of their websites to my computer, opened them up and examined the code. I remember copy and pasting various pieces of code into new HTML pages simply to see what happened. Then I changed the hex codes and values to change the colors or the sizes of the div boxes. It was all experimentation with a dash of research for good measure. Less than a year later, well, it was more like six months if I'm honest, I had my own blog. It was named after a song by the band The Used. I think it was called iCaughtFire.org. I'd even taught myself a bit of graphic design, or rather a lot of graphic design, and I loved editing photos in Photoshop, combining various images so they blended perfectly, adding brush effects and creating logos for myself. To be honest, I wish I still had screenshots of what my 14-year-old self did then, because looking back and being almost 29 now, I'm still so proud of what I achieved and all the hard work I consistently put in. God knows how my 14-year-old self could concentrate and be so dedicated and passionate about a topic is incredible. The amount of hours I'd just spend staring at my computer screen in the evening was insane. So I learned HTML, CSS, and other skills resulting in a list as long as my arm. And honestly, to self-teach myself this at the age of 14, when the web was still growing and not everyone had computers in their houses, let alone in their bedrooms, I just think to myself, wow, well done, Gemma, good going. <laughs> Sorry to blow my own trumpet. I see some websites now that I look at, and as horrible as it sounds, but it's, I'm being honest, my 14-year-old self could have done miles better. And that's purely because of the dedication I somehow implemented my, on myself to learn. It was, and still is, a massive passion of mine. Life on the internet and blogging became the norm for me for the next 10 years. But the actual writing of the blogs was something that I stopped and started. 
My passion for constantly creating new website designs, however, well, that remained. I'd create new blogs simply because I had this idea for a design or that idea. I remember sitting in my bedroom one day with one of my best friends, Sarah, and we both absolutely loved the band The Rasmus at the time. So we decided to create a website and dedicate it to them. I spent a good four hours or so with Sarah going through how it should be, strategizing and making sure what I was creating met her expectations before spending the next week or so on it too. It's funny now because really, well, Sarah was my first client at 15. I mean, working on this website didn't pay the bills or anything, but the idea was there. What's funnier is, I took ICT for my GCSEs at school and I purposely failed it because the whole, this is how you turn a computer on, and this is how you open Microsoft Excel, and this is how you enter data and do equations. Well, if you can't tell, it infuriated me. I wasn't challenged in the slightest, and for a while I did do the work, but then I'd browse the internet and worked on the coding for a new website I was planning. But as more time went on, the more time I got frustrated and just downright bored. And to be honest, me being independent, stubborn me, rebelled and point blank refused to take any tests. The thing is, it wasn't entirely my teacher's fault. They have a syllabus to follow and I was quite frankly being a bit of a pain in the bum. But GCSE ICT was no web design and I just couldn't get my head around why I had to do this when I could code websites from scratch and create something far more amazing than an Excel document. Why did my teacher refuse to see this? In fact, they saw it, but they ignored it. Why? I think by now you probably get the picture. Web design is an incredible creative outlet for me that I've always been wholeheartedly immersed in. I'm entirely self-taught, aside from attending some conferences along the way, although I don't believe that counts. And I'm not entirely sure why web design grabbed my attention in the way that it did, but I've just ran with it. And maybe because I believe in constantly developing and growing, that you never stop learning. Maybe that's why my inquisitive, curious, independent, stubborn self has got this far. Maybe that's why years down the line, I now have my own digital design agency, Venera Visual, and I work with businesses to add value, solve problems, and shape their presence on the internet and beyond to establish strong, compelling, and trustworthy brands who demand to be heard. And newsflash, I wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Devour Digital Podcast. All show notes can be found at fenrirvisual.com forward slash podcast. That's spelled F-E-N-R-I-R visual.com forward slash podcast. If you'd like to hear more, then please go ahead and subscribe. Another episode will be coming your way next Wednesday at 7am. See you soon.